Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, just before we get to episode 34 of See You Next Wednesday, I want to tell you about a really cool Facebook uh, group and webpage called Collecting VHS. It's run by Michael Monterostelli. And if you're listening to See You Next Wednesday, you're probably a fan of VHS, cult films, revenge flicks, gonzo action films, all of that awesome stuff. And this is a Tumblr and Facebook group celebrating that. You're going to find VHS cover scans. uh, You're going to find trailers from the 80s and earlier. All this crazy good shit. Kind of like the stuff that we post on our Facebook page, but even better. So if you want to see the high-quality scan of the 80s summer camp movie Gorp, then this is where you're going to want to go. You can go to Facebook and search for Collecting VHS, or you can go to collectingvhs.tumblr.com. Check them out on Twitter at VHSNerd, or you can go to chud.com and keep your eye out for his articles about specific VHS movies. They're awesome, too. So check this out. It is awesome, and it's going to be a welcome addition to your Facebook feed. So on with the episode. Welcome to episode 34 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on October 17th, if you listen to it the day it comes out. My name's Dan Gorman, and wait a minute, there's a lemon behind that rock. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot. My name's, <laughs> my name's Casey Lyons, and I'm Greg LeGrow. <laughs> Put a lot of thought in that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I looked to my left. Uh, I'm Greg Legro, and I'm engaged. Yay! Yay! Oh, my God. That's so weird. That's <laughs> so weird to say out loud. So yeah, good. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations to you, sir. Mm. I, don't, I don't see it working, you guys. <laughs> no, no, that was from a movie. Uh, oh, yeah. you're not actually. <laughs> All right, then this oh, yeah. is awkward, and you got to take that thing off Facebook because yeah. that is really misleading. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen The Wedding Singer? Uh, oh, right, that was oh. a classic line classic from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, um, we got 87 Throwback. We're gonna check out an album and a movie from 1987. We saw Argo, and here comes the boom. Uh, we're gonna do hero swap later. Is and that how you proposed? Yeah, like like <laughs> was before or after. Boom. Here comes the boom. Hey, here comes the boom. You know what I'm talking about? And she's like, no. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to imagine like the lights came up after. Here comes the boom. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, this is the most romantic I've ever felt towards you. <laughs> I always, I was, cause I went and saw Here Comes the Boom on the Sunday, and we did the the proposal thing happened on the Monday. Okay. But we had the whole Sunday together, and I was thinking I could do it on Sunday, but I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Do it after we see Here Comes the <laughs> no. Boom. <laughs> no. I can't have that movie tied no. to this uh, yeah, for like the rest the of day my life. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's in there, yeah. <laughs> People will ask you, like, how you do You're like, we came out of Here Comes the Boom. I took her home. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we were in a good mood because Kevin James is a jovial face the whole hour. It felt right. They saved the school, so... Uh... <laughs> Well, don't spoil it. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, I've not seen Spoiler. it. I assume that they yeah. saved the school, but that's my... Uh... Uh, 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 I assume he'll, uh, Pratt Falls happen. And, oh, yeah. God. I bet I bet there's some funny fat guy jokes. Yep. <clears throat> um, all right. So before we get to any of that, uh, was there anything... You, you said you wanted to talk about something. Yeah. I just... Uh, a couple of music things. I was listening oh, okay. to some albums this week. And, uh, oh, that reminds me. The third okay. album this year by Ty Segal. Yes. Holy shit. And I haven't bananas. heard it yet. Which it, is by, by the... Uh, well, I, I was going to say by far the best, but it's not by far the best. It's just the all. Best. It is the best he's done this year. The two yeah. that I've heard, yeah. I loved. Yeah, I you know it's it's uh, it's a, more similar to Slaughterhouse, but the songs are better. Okay, yeah. a more refined thing. And this is so the first album, Hair. Was See, I felt like it was Fence. more. Uh, I felt like it was more similar to to Hair. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one has such a '60s vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and then Slaughterhouse was with Ty Segal Band, which is his touring band, right. with him in the studio. And then this one was just how he's always done albums as Ty Segal. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it fits right. It's the right kind of production, and everything's kind of in the right place. And I I don't know. I think the songwriting is better. Just it's full of hooks. The guitar work is fucking awesome. Like, it, yeah, it it's should not be fully... this good. Nobody should be this good. Nobody should be able to put out three album. albums in a year <laughs> and uh. not have it feel like he's pushing them out or like or like fillering, putting filler on them and shit. Nobody like, yeah. none of those albums. Well thought out albums, with the exception, I think Slaughterhouse has the feel of a not well thought out album <laughs> yeah. because like it's just so fucking messy and crazy. But, but it the construction works way, yeah. of the songs yeah. is is definitely there. Yeah, this guy fucking. I almost hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Too talented? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I put out one album... That was as good as one of the albums that he yeah. put out in this like year. a lifetime. Or in something. my entire lifetime, I'd be like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> good enough." I've done me. good. Yeah. Um, that it's reminds me. Uh, I listened to finally. I finally listened to the Jeff the Brotherhood album, the new one. Oh, right now, uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hypnotic Nights. Hypnotic Nights. Yeah. Um, on my first couple listens, I was like. I think maybe because I um, waited so long since the other one came out and yeah. like I didn't jump on the new one, I was pleasantly surprised because I know you didn't like it at first and yeah, then it, yeah. grew, it grew on you. I just was listening to it. I was like, I like this. It's It it reminds me a lot of Blue Album by Weezer. It's oh, very, yeah. There's very so poppy. Much Weezer. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the front half of the album sounds is so super much like Weezer. Weezer. And I mean, I don't think that it's going to grow on me to the fact where I'm going to think it's amazing and I, I like end of the year album or whatever, but I'm enjoying yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's good. not as good as their first two albums yeah uh three i don't know but the ones i know anyway yeah. <laughs> it's my, still my least favorite by them yeah but it's much better than i thought then it you was had on that initial first reaction or whatever and again but that that uh cover of changes at the end of the album is just oh. completely unnecessary no yeah and I, just, I mean i, I just hate to say it because do that <laughs> i i actually kind of like that song oh i really like yeah, that you song. really don't need to cover that no song. no yeah, and yeah. I uh, and I just a quick one. I listened to the new Clinic album. Oh, I haven't heard. Oh, yeah, like, you had that on after work. Yeah, yeah. Today. It's co- a cool vibe. It's more background music for them this time. Yeah, it's really samey. 
Oh yeah, the last oh, one I felt man. like that. It was called Bubblegum or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it had a couple really good songs on it. There's a song on that one called Baby that's like catchy as hell. But yeah, yeah it, it kind of felt like okay, this is a, yeah, an okay like, clinic it's album. The same tempo. Yeah, the entire way through. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Clinic, go check out their album from I think 2000, uh, Internal Wrangler. It's yeah. Fucking was that that was their first one? I think so. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And they put out a couple like their second one after that. I can't remember what it's called, but they put like a few out. They had a few like, good albums in that era of the early 2000s. Yeah. That they're were really an interesting good. band, and the new one's not bad. It's just you know, uh, it, you know, it's yeah. a little samey. Um, <laughs> I was just I I only had a quick sort of once through, and I was bored by it. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then I wanted to mention I watched this movie on Netflix uh, two nights ago called Raw Meat from the 70s, uh, oh. starring Donald Pleasance. Yeah, I've um, seen that on there. I haven't watched it yet. It, it always is... makes me mad because it makes me go, why don't they have Rawhead Rex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Rawhead Rex is like an amazing movie that you're dying to revisit. That movie's a piece of shit. I know, but I, it's a piece of shit that I sort of love. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, Raw Meat is an interesting movie. I wouldn't say run out and watch it, but uh, Donald Pleasance gives the weirdest performance in it he is downright wacky in this movie oh really yeah he gives like a actually really hilarious hammy performance like over the top he's just like a grump the whole movie and he's like an investigator investigating these uh disappearances on a on a subway train station uh in in england and there's this like cannibal guy that's been living under the uh the station ever since like a something happened and trapped all these people that were building the subway and he's been in there ever since it happened just eating people just like pulling people <laughs> off yeah maybe to eat them or maybe because he wants to love you'll find out by the end of the movie Ugh. but, uh, <laughs> but it's actually really yeah, cool you just eat me that's, that's, those are the two reasons I do anything yeah. in my entire life. life either to eat somebody or to love them yeah. <laughs> or one then the other, one, then the other. Um, but uh, it's it's pretty flawed and it's kind of boring in spots but it was uh, it was really interesting there's one absolutely brilliant long shot like almost completely unbroken just like panning around this room and then out a door and down a hallway and shit it lasts forever it's amazing made it worth watching Sweet. but it's it's interesting it's worth a watch donald right. pleasant's doing like comedy he's like yeah. really cranky and he's like mad because the like somebody made him tea and used a tea bag it's like hilarious he was really mad weird. because somebody made him tea and, and they used, used a, a tea, bag tea bag instead of like a higher class version of tea like loose leaf tea. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know there was there was a, a choice. Yeah, it's funny, but um, yeah, right. it's worth a watch. I'm in. Yeah, that was that's it for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Shall we just get right into eighty seven throwback? Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> Seven Throwback is our weekly segment where we talk about a movie and an album from 1987 and celebrate their 25th anniversary. This week we're talking about Superman 4 and an album uh, later after that. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about but we'll talk about this is a Superman strange, strangely disparate 87 throwback. 4. Yeah. Yeah, this is a weird uh, 87 <laughs> throwback. We got two like really really two weird two very disparate things. Yeah. Um Superman 4 The Quest for Peace is um, the final in the Superman films before Superman Returns. Like, yeah. how many years? 15 years later or something? It was a long 20 time. Years, yeah. 20 years. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he says, like, see in 20. Yeah. 
some nerd <laughs> stuff there for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, even, I, uh, uh, this, this also, for me, was uh, the most terrifying uh, uh, Superman movie when I was a kid. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was, my God. I was scared. <laughs> and, and this is the first Superman movie uh, when the, the series moved to canon films. Um, and it was like late in Canon Films, uh, like existence as a company, and uh, they had like twenty movies um, in the, in the pipeline at this point. And everything that I've read about this was they were not giving any kind of special consideration to Superman four. It was just like, yeah, they were cutting corners, and it sh- fucking shows in well, this movie. Well, it started <laughs> off with like a six, thirty-six million dollar budget. Yeah. They slashed it to seventeen right before they started. So yeah. they had to use effects from some of the older movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there, uh, and it was a much longer movie. They cut all this stuff out. Yeah. There oh, and you can tell two. Yeah. Uh, um, nuclear men. Nuclear men, and and you can tell the second time he. Oh, fights. I'm sorry. As Gene Hackman pronounces it, that's a uh, nuclear. nuclear 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 man. Um. The, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the first time he fights him in the movie would have been the second time that he fights him had the other one existed and you can totally tell because it comes so late in the movie and they've padded it like there's a fucking scene before like it he doesn't even like fight anyone. And but instead he goes on a date with uh, two women as Clark Kent and <laughs> Superman. I was like, what the fuck? Is this an episode of Saved by the Bell? Like I don't understand. Like it takes so long to get to anything. And in that date scene, uh, Mariel Hemingway throws out a really weird line at Clark because she's really into Clark for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't understand at all because she's like a businesswoman. She's a brassy a, lady. Yeah, yeah. She's all about the bottom line and money yeah. and stuff, but that weirdo. <laughs> and she says to him, as, as he's all lost in the lobby, being a weirdo, and then she's walking back upstairs, she's like, how can one man be so square and so delicious? I know! <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, due to budgetary uh, restraints, is never answered. No. no they not. never answer that question. I that out. Sad. I wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the, 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 the effects in this movie are so goddamn bad in a weird way because every once in a while you're like, oh, they must have put a lot of money into that matte paint, like matte painting, or that that like miniatures really really got good definition yeah, and shit. Yeah. But then they'll cut to like blue screen, like like glowing around people while they float and shit. Okay, so let's talk about the plot. The plot of the movie is Lex, Lex Luke Luther has escaped <laughs> yeah. from prison. Via John Cryer, yeah. John Cryer, the, the most breaks of <laughs> retarded breakout plan oh my ever. God. <laughs> they have a car, and the cops are super interested in the sound system in the car. So John John Cryer lets John Cryer lets which them, he presupposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, assume part of the plan. Gonna, I assume they're going to be blown away. Yeah, and so he gets them in the car, and then he he closes the car up and puts the roof on, and then the car flies off of a cliff. Yeah, they just drive it like I was like, you could use that car to get. Yeah. It's a nice car. There's no, you don't, you couldn't build like a little a hell of a sound system. Gas on them and just knock them out. Like but why like, build like a space age sound system that a lot of people they could have just sold that to sure. Americans and made a lot of yeah. money. They just throw it off a cliff, yeah. and, but doesn't kill the cops. We're no. not in that kind of movie. No, no. So, you don't even see it like explode. This is a quest for peace. Luther <laughs> then escapes with John Cryer, who is insufferably irritating in this movie. Oh, whoa, this is cool. Whoa, that's Jeez. all of his oh dialogue. God. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Even the you, ADR. You didn't need to say in this movie. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> that end part was superfluous. Yeah. Um, and then nothing happens with that for quite some time. Oh, no. But uh, a little kid is like, why doesn't Superman get rid of all the nuclear weapons? And Superman's like, Cram it, kid. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> drop dead. And he has to go think about it for a long time. Yeah. It's like a really long time. Oh, my God. Ugh. 
And then he has a press conference where he tells everybody at the um, at the UN the right. UN quote like he walks down he just walks right in yeah he Is walks it? down to the thing a place that's obviously not the UN and then yeah. he goes and then all of a sudden he's inside the UN <laughs> all right <laughs> and he's gonna. Uh, Rid the world of nuclear weapons mm-hmm. by throwing them in the sun. By throwing them, by throwing them, like a throwing them at the sun. Terrible idea to take all the, of the nuclear, nuclear weapons, weapons on the planet and just and whip them, at the, them at the sun. <laughs> yeah, we and need I, that sun. He yeah. needs that sun. Yeah, That's yeah. The yeah. Why he's and, so snazzy. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's like keeping them up in space in like a net. And I was like, yeah, what, if, what, what, if, what if one of those blows up and then and like it was a really strong net. But there yeah. was also quite a bit of people launching nukes and him just catching yeah. them, if which for, I couldn't you, understand. It was one of two things: either people are just like launching nukes, like yeah, what the randomly. Fuck? Like, Whoa, let's go for it! You know, yeah. like that's the thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just kind of just going like he's not going to get our nuclear weapons. Or is Superman <laughs> like, no, 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 sh- sh- shoot him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you press a button. I got five seconds. I'm gonna catch the fucking thing. It's tar- I'm gonna turn around this he needs time. Practice. I'm gonna turn around. He needs practice. Yeah. yeah. He's, so he's and catching I, nukes and throwing yeah, them in the sun. And side. that was one of the things that I said out loud while I was watching it because, like, out of nowhere, just cuts to people launching things. And I was like, Who are these people? Why are they launching <laughs> they things? So many nuclear and how weapons. does and how does Superman know? All he's like, Oh, another launch off. I better like okay. he knows instantly. Now, so he's doing this for a while. Then we finally do come back to Lex Luthor, who for some reason. Is in, uh, oh, I think this comes later, but still, he's in his uh, fancy apartment, mm-hmm. and I don't know what was going on, but they cut to him, like, dancing with a woman <laughs> who's dressed in, like, Victorian-era costume. Oh, yeah, that was what so What was weird. that? That was so weird. <laughs> I remember being like, I don't understand this, this is weird. <laughs> and then he just, like, thanks her very politely, yeah. anyway. and sends her along her way, and just, like... She what was going on? She wandered onto the set while they were filming. Gene uh, <laughs> Hackman was like, I'll go with it. <laughs> I can use He's this. a master improviser. So Gene Hackman then steals, or sorry, Lex Luthor, yes. steals some of Superman's hair, hair from a museum. Which he donated mm. to a museum for the sole purpose of, of holding up a 1,000-pound right, ball. Right, because it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get Superman's DNA. But he can, but he can snip it with a... Right, you can yeah, snip you it can with snip some it, but it'll hold a thousand no pounds. problem. Uh, and he's going to put the hair that, or the DNA soup that he's made with some cloth. Yeah. And some, it looked like dirt. I as, you, as you do. Yeah. And, and a crumpled like up some sulfur uh, plastic glove, yeah. I think. Science. Or used condom. Science. Science. Uh, yeah, it did look like a condom. It looked really put gross. Put it in a box and uh, stick it, it up. Stick it to the side of a nuclear weapon. And then when Superman <laughs> yeah. throws it into the sun, it turns into a fetus. It will make a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing about this is, Listen, the, sci- is the science you're not behind a, it. You guys aren't scientists, okay? So uh, no, I don't think you know really any much right. scientist is Gene Hackman. True, yeah. It, <laughs> so this does happen, and a fetus shoots out of the sun and yeah. grows into a man, a man wearing a suit mm. with a cape. Um, and well, that's where the cloth came uh, By an actor oh, named yeah. Mark yeah. Pillow, I think. Who's Mark Pillow, yeah. Anything else? Because <laughs> when you throw cloth into the sun, it won't just burn up. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. It's it, a unitard. It, it, makes, <laughs> it makes it's a unitard. <laughs> This yeah. movie is a unitard. And then, and then after that, I think, is the point in which he goes on the two dates for like half an hour. Right. And then, and then eventually, uh, Nuclear Man finally shows up and they fight. Yeah. And then the fight lasts like like 25 minutes or something. But then he scratches Superman on the neck yes. with his Lee Press-On nails. Yeah. yeah. And Superman gets wicked sick and oh, just yeah. like stays at home. Like, oh, yeah. Right, a, yeah. The I'm big scene good. where he's at home. <laughs> He just sits at home and sweats for about ten minutes. It's like he has been challenged before. He's like, "That hurt. I'm fucking going home. I'm out. You hurt my arm. Hurt. <laughs> I hurt. I'm going home. No scratching. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair." 
And uh, then he uses his crystal that was in the barn, right. mm-hmm. which his, has not been established in the crystal. other movies. Yeah, yeah. And he's fine again. And he, he, you know, they fight on the moon. Yeah, which, which was amazing. Pretty great fight. Yeah, all in. There slow-mo. was like one or two shots on the moon where I was like, "That was pretty the, badass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was a point where uh, Nuclear Man throws uh, Superman or something. It's like this slow mo shot. I was like, "Oh, that I actually looked really that. cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that you're committing okay. to Nuclear Man. <laughs> nuclear Man. Nuclear. Nuclear. Um, okay. Now I also want to talk about now. Okay. Now. Richard Lester didn't come back and ruin this movie. The, it was ruined by another man. But, yeah. um, but Richard Lester was really big on adding all kinds of weird shit to the Superman movies. And this movie kept with that theme mm-hmm. of weird powers that no one knew Superman had. Yeah. Right. Like putting a wall together. Oh, my eyes. God. That was, one the, <laughs> that was one of the things I texted Greg yesterday. I was like, why can Superman look at a wall and rebuild <laughs> it? When did this happen? But he also brought it back goes, my favorite weird Superman power that was introduced by uh, Richard Lester, which is Superman's memory erasing kiss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she okay. Does. She keeps now, doing the lowest. I'm like, I've... don't do that to her. That's <laughs> She's clearly a mess. Afterwards, yeah. okay. Look what I had it no did idea. to Marco Kidder. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on in that scene yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've never seen the one in which that is. Introduced. He does it at the end of Superman too because she knows that Clark is Superman and stuff, okay. and he's like, "Oh, this is too much of a mess." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And so they go on. Your mind. They fly around. <laughs> they fly around, and then when he lands and walks away, and she's like stunned, and then he comes back back as Clark Kent. I was like. Why is she stunned? I was like, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. going... Like, did, And what it's kind of like a do? dick thing where he just like grabs her and like jumps off the building yeah. with her and then goes for a flight because he then just he needs a flight. Her and then he's just like, this was for me, so... Yeah. You know? And then he like, yeah, and while they're on the on the flight, he like throws her in the air and he's like, have, I a, know. have a solo fly. I'll catch you. <laughs> he says like, see ya when he yeah. pitches her too. See ya. See ya. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> he's like using her as his own like play thing or yeah, something. He's yeah. just like tossing her around. I was like, this is... This is awkward. I was oh, waiting yeah. to see because a... there's another crazy Richard Lester Superman thing that he just came up with. I was like, well, it, it would really fit in nicely uh, from the end of Superman 2 where he peels the ass off yeah, of his yeah, chest, the cellophane oh, yeah. throws it, and it just grows into a giant S and wraps, mm, up wraps around one. somebody. <laughs> what the but fuck? But it's like he doesn't take the whole S off. It's not like he's just got a blue chest now. It's like a, it's a, a layer. Like a post-it Post-it oh, so he's got like pad? multiple yeah. ones. Like a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many of those does he have before yeah. he has to renew? He goes to do it and he runs. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh awkward. I'm out of I, I forgot to go to Staples before yeah. this. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck, this movie was so bad. It's I cannot imagine going to see this movie. Like, I know that the, like interest in Superman films was down at this point. Yeah. But I, can't, I imagine there was a lot of kids... That wanted to go see a Superman movie, regardless of what it was. Oh, I, I so, saw it in the theater. Yeah, like, yeah. I, how, were you so disappointed? Like, or did um, you like no, it? No, I, I remember liking it when I was a kid. Yeah, okay. I was just like, it's a Superman movie. Yeah. Punch that guy, Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like maybe that's. Um, I can kind of understand that because yeah. it is just like a bunch of crazy stuff. Like I think only a kid could enjoy this movie. Sure, you just sure. be like because it's so dumb. Well, and it is the makes most sense. kiddie one. Yeah, you know. I mean, but I guess because yeah, uh, it does yeah. have a lot of like cartoon music. It's like in the scenes where they don't have the epic music, it's like he's like in the scenes where he's dancing with that girl or whatever. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? This is just like a nuclear man's Gene Hackman voice was really weird oh too. i have you have my voice or whatever <laughs> oh, no i have you have mine 
I'm the daddy now. Uh, <laughs> that's maybe. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what terrifies oh, oh, me. Oh, and when they okay, so he talks like it's because it is Gene Hackman doing the voice. Yeah, yeah. And but it's Gene Hackman doing Gene, yeah. muscle man voice. <laughs> but then when they get on the moon, they have the fight on the moon. He's he like turns into a Godzilla monster. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> 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 a crazy scream! It was so fucking. It was weird me out because I was starting to. I was watching the movie and I started falling asleep. Yeah, you're like, what? I was like, Ugh. <laughs> oh my god, where am I? What's oh, going on? on the moon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I, I love it. the scenes where he brought like, uh, what's her name? He brings her like a nu- nuclear man brings yeah, her yeah, up. He flies her into space and she's just like just breathing. Like, oh man, this yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Her head would so total recall. Oh, it would yeah. fucking oh blow god. up. Yeah. Ideally. Uh, oh, Superman. For yeah, the this movie piece. was what ridiculous. A, Jesus Christ. And you can see every penny that they cut on the screen. Yeah, and particularly in so the bad. opening credits. Like, yeah. Superman always had, like, wicked-ass opening credits. Mm-hmm. These ones are clearly super, <laughs> no, he didn't have the they time or the they money. Don't, they don't want you to look at it too long, so they shoot the words away from you. <laughs> <laughs> but so cheaply. Like, like, it's always been the flying text, yeah. you know. Yeah, like the, the cool blue. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for three, which blurs out half of the screen during the credits. Oh, it's really, really weird. But yeah, no, they're super cheap. The uh, Superman four credits, and then the title shot too is like yeah. really like just primary colors. Mm-hmm. It looks really like hand drawn. Like ugh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything about this movie. Oh, that's terrible. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I I. I can't super recommend this. I mean, it was there was some pretty funny shit in it, but uh, I don't know. It's pretty it's pretty brutal. Yeah, I don't think I don't have anything left in my notes. That was my no. I don't, I don't think there's any point. <laughs> Just listen to this. Yeah, listen yeah. to this podcast. And yeah. Um, okay, so then let's talk about the album from yes. 1987, introducing mm-hmm. the Hardline, according to Terrence Trent Darby. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is my first time I've ever heard this album. And or, I think, or of him, really. Of him, right? really. That, did you that's, recognize that's Wishing Well? Like, wishing I did well or Sign Your Because you guys said, like, oh, you'll know the one or two songs. And I was yeah. listening to them, and I was like, I don't know. I don't think that I can say that I recognize them. Maybe, sure. I'm How sure. Do you at, not re- like, I mean, at some point, I've probably heard them, but I don't. it didn't stay with me. I understand, like, Sign Your Name, maybe not maybe not recognizing that. But how do you not recognize the doop, doop, doop? I don't know. I was two years old when it came out. Yeah, that's <laughs> just so burned. And oh yeah, I keep forgetting that you're a child. <laughs> which uh, yeah, which I found like when uh, Casey made the call on this album, which I was really happy about because uh, I'm I'm a weirdly huge fan yeah. of Terrence Tarpey. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was I was really enjoying the idea of you listening to this album in particular okay. with no frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was interesting because it's dated um, as hell. It was a struggle. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I bet because. When he's good, it's it's very much a uh, particular taste thing. Yeah. And when he's bad, yeah. he is the he's, worst. Yeah. It's really well, like, like you had been mentioning before, like like there wasn't a song on this album that I really hated. I mean, Rain is, I is hate ridiculous. Rain, Rain is pretty, pretty ridiculous. But uh, but I mean, there, there's no points where I'm just like, this is embarrassingly bad because his voice is always so fucking. I know. Strong. I, that's not singer. enough for me though. I found with this album, I and I don't that. know if it was the production. Um, the dated production, it, it's very. Uh, I think it maybe just taps into a sound that um, that I want to get away from me. Well, I guess the, the when music it's, when itself, it's it sounds like it's trying to be a Prince album. Yeah, yeah, yeah in a exactly. Lot of ways. I just felt like I don't know. What you, you need to do is listen to uh, what was the one from '92, uh, Symphony or Dam. Symphony or Dam. Yeah, and and listen to how like to how he really doesn't care what the music sounds like. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he does like, have a great 90, voice. '92 is like all right. Well, let's throw some grungy guitars. Oh God! In there. Yeah. yeah, every song is a different genre. Yeah, on that album. but the yeah. second half of that album. 
is the best stuff he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. That's really, a great album. Like, when it gets uh, his ballads on there are really good, and again, he plays all the instruments and yeah. produced it himself. Oh, he's definitely talented, and yeah. I can see that from this. I just mm. felt like the the vo- like the like singing, um, while good, wasn't enough to keep me going. Sure. Totally it, understand. This, this well, it's from, it's, again, it's kind of like the NXS like album it. where it's like it sounds like it's music from a different planet. Now. Yeah. Like it oh, just, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't work anymore. Um but he's like a really weird story as well because he was prior to doing this album he was a championship boxer in the oh, army really? what and would That's like crazy. sneak out like go AWOL every couple of days to go <laughs> sing in clubs and shit That's like that fun. like a really weird that thing that is a you cool know? story though yeah no it's awesome because when he, he looks like a lady sings like a lady a lot yeah of the like time, he's a pretty man he will beat <laughs> the shit out of you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I got into him uh, when this album came out not because I heard the songs and I was like oh I gotta go get it but you know I was like 10 or 11 and just like hungry for music i always wanted to do music but there's no internet or anything like that and you can't just go out buy everything because you have no money when you're a kid and so i would rate eventually just i'd start rating my parents collection Mm -hmm. trying to find anything to listen to that i didn't hate and i came across this album and i ended up (laughs) getting really into it that's why that's why you love steely dan too Uh, it's true (laughs) the only reason any human being would ever love Steely Dan. (laughs) i found asia in there and i'm like woo! but uh, that's the thing when i was a kid like, when I was 10 years old, I really liked a lot of adult contemporary music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally bizarre. But that's that's what I really like. Yeah. 10 years old, listening to, like, Steely Dan. And Wearing Peter a lot Gabriel. of shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, then he was, like, this album was a huge, huge success. Yeah. And he was a crazy, huge. crazy ego head. Oh, yeah. Over the success of it. It's had all kinds of fucked up stuff. That it was media. the most important album since Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and, I think that's the one that everybody's. Quotes yeah. on like Wikipedia and shit, um, and uh, then so he was like, "I can do anything I want." He put out his next album, Terrence Trent Darby's "Neither Fish Nor Flesh," right. and it is impressively bad. Yeah. yeah, it's like unlistenable, except for there's two songs on it that are pretty good. One that's amazing, called "This Side of Love," is really a fucking cool tune. But it was it just like completely derailed his career, and it never recovered because right. the third album was actually quite good. And had hits in the UK, but no one was like, everyone's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we we're done with like wishing well and yeah. we're over this thing. Uh. And then he put out one more album as Terrence Trent Darby, and then he like disappeared for a while. And then he had some kind of crazy religious mm. awakening. Yeah, he was very into transcendental meditation. Yeah, yeah. And now his name is Sananda Maitreya. And sure. he still makes music that you can get off his website. Oh, oh. yeah. Did you, I you, got some because yeah. it's free. <laughs> I still, I've and, never heard and it. And I wanted to know. And I was like, I was like well, I was like, well, I used to really like this guy. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he's crazy. Religion land is like maybe he's making some <laughs> fucked up stuff, but it's still just basic pop music. But his lyric content is so fucking weird now. Mm-hmm. Not in a religious way. No. I mean, some of it is, but like he has this song. This song started off and was like, well, this sounds okay. It's some mm-hmm. nice guitar riff. It's well produced. But the song is called "The Ballad of LeBron and Kobe," <laughs> and it's about the two of them playing a game of basketball. Oh and I was my like, God. what is going on? What? <laughs> This, no one wants this. Yeah. They don't want no, this. No, there's someone out there. There's someone out there who's like, finally, the song for me. I've been waiting. Because it's like a weird, like, sensitive yeah. pop song. And it's like, this doesn't fit anything. Uh, you're crazy, buddy. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. This, this album was the closest uh, the closest for me to come uh, in a 87 throwback that felt, it's the closest that I like felt a like a punishment album. album. <laughs> 
Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I think like in it, some ways it was. Because I felt like I, I had to keep coming back and trying, even though I didn't want to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I had a good time listening to I it. I did, too. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Wishing yeah. Well and Sign Your Name is an amazing song. Right. I really like yeah. the acapella song, as he had untitled. Yeah. His voice is great on that, and I like the lyrics. I like Let's Go Forward With Our Love. That's a cool tune. But yeah, there's some silly stuff on there. The first song is not great. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I like the first. It's song. fine, but it's kind of yeah. It's like one of those songs. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure how you're supposed to listen to this because you can't yeah. dance to it. It's yeah. not like it's not relatable to most people. No, <laughs> a lot of it is not relatable. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I really like this album, and I like him as an artist because he's just so strange. He's very pretentious. I think he's so mm, pretentious. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, can see that. That third album, the, the side two of his third album, is worth a listen. His rendition of Frankie and Johnny has some oh, it's painfully incredible good, incredible vocal work on it. Yeah. The thing is that just people cannot do. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> TTD, buddy. Yeah, T-T-D. I, I will. I will. T-T-D. I will go and check out the uh, the second half of that album. Yeah, I will. yeah. yeah. I think over sure. the course of his like four albums, I could make you a mix of like twelve songs. Okay, yeah, that are quite would, good. I would listen to that. Yeah, I'll make you a mix CD. Of okay, TTD. TTD mix CD. I went for a cheap laugh. Yeah. Oh man. The best kind. All right, well then, uh, I guess we'll move on to Film Roulette. Film Roulette's our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good and the low roller has to go see a piece of shit, but the low roller gets to punish the winners with an album of his choice. And that's exactly what we did this week. Casey and I went and saw Argo, yeah. and Greg went and saw Here Comes the Boom. Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> Here Comes the Boom. Um, but first, Casey and I will talk about Argo. Yes, so Ben I Affleck went today. Ben Affleck directed. Yeah. Um, you got uh, he's stars in it. You got your Brian Cranston in there. Yeah. You got Alan Arkin. Yeah. John Goodman. Uh, I. I I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Oh, okay. What do you? I really really like this movie i thought it was really really good like we were saying like we were talking about it before the record and, yeah and and like you were saying dan gorman like it's not going on my my best of or, or no. the year end it, i'm not, I'm not gonna rave about this like oscar nominee and better no. win everything and sweet but i felt like it's just i don't feel like it is an oscar contender. no i don't I think, think so that but it's a really fucking it's a really, solid yeah. movie it's um uh, acting across the board is great. You were saying Alan Arkin is so Arkin, fucking it's, good. It's, I so think it good. might be like I just saw it today, so I'm still in the glow of his performance. Yeah. But I think it might be one of my favorite of his performances. He's, it's really good, and Brian Cranston so kills great. it. Great, Brian Cranston, as amazing. Usual. John Goodman, like you just uh, look yeah. at John Goodman, he's like, I love him yeah, I know. so much, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and ben, like he just like makes you happy. Ben Affleck's and he's good. Great. Ben Affleck's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all the all the other the supporting cast, like the smaller people, they're all really good. Yeah, um, yeah, like. The, it, across the board it's 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 well acted it's, like it's paced well um i, I love yeah. i love it when movies use the old logos um i know yeah, it's like a yeah, shallow thing of me but when like the war the old warner brothers logo comes up where it's like coming at yeah, you and yeah. it goes through it or whatever i'm just like i was i, I was love so that happy. shit That's and awesome. it had all the like flex and cigarette yeah. on it and shit yeah the whole like intro had that kind of like vibe and the, and the font treatment and the was like total yeah. 70s i i know that that's like easy but i don't know i just i'm always just like yeah yeah awesome. totally sucked me in um yeah and it's just really tense and you know it, it feels like the the pacing and the script and everything it feels like a 
movie from the late 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, like, it, it's great. It's Everybody should go out and see yeah. this movie. But it's not one of the best movies I've no. ever seen. It's no. not one of it's the best movies really I've seen this year. Thriller. It's just a really fucking great movie. Yeah, and I think if, if there's one thing that I didn't like about the movie... Um, and I'll try not. To, I'll try and avoid spoilers. But Is I mean, it it's, a, it's a true. It's a true story. So we all know that they get out. But I just felt like they're, they're, they they the, do try and shoehorn a little bit of like it's action. a chase all of a sudden and oh, like and which you know gonna, didn't happen. I know. You know. You know. Like, you can't stop a plane from taking off when it's in mid takeoff. So yeah, it's like, like when it's I know they're taxiing. gonna fly away. Yeah, yeah. And there's <laughs> like, some cars chasing it. Like, ooh, are they gonna catch yeah, it? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's a fucking plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's half. It the can go already. up. Yeah. <laughs> But, but but otherwise it's really really good. It's it's um, great. The script is great. Uh, again, can't say enough good stuff yeah, about good. Alan Arkin's performance. Uh, Rory Cochran's a weird looking guy now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's just an aside. That's just an aside. Uh, but he's but he's great in the movie too. And yeah, and, um, I was surprised to see Tate Donovan because I didn't even think he existed anymore. Mm-hmm. But he was really good. Yeah. Um, he had a couple of moments like where um, of just reaction and 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 of just like facial expression yeah. that. Uh, like like when they're trying to get through when they're trying to get on the plane like yeah, yeah. like he he does some really really good face mm-hmm. acting yeah <laughs> face um, acting despite the fact that he totally looks like Beavis yeah <laughs> it's so true uh, uh, but yeah yeah great I mean, movie highly movie for sure yeah, yeah definitely this is a this is something that I think uh, everyone should go see like and yeah. And, and I think it'll play really well uh, as like a rental too. Like, I, oh yeah, because it's just one of those things you're gonna rent it, and you know it's a true story, and it's an entertaining thriller. It's just like a good, it's good in every regard. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You keep saying thriller, and, and I keep hearing it described as not a thriller. Thrilling. I guess it's more of a suspense. It's it's. I a don't lot know. More... Like I felt like it's just like a, a really tight drama. Okay. Like that's that's kind of yeah. the, the way. I, because there's not a lot of moments where you're like. It's not thrilling. Like when they're walking through the bazaar, there's you're kind of like, well, what's mm-hmm. gonna happen? I felt like the whole movie just had like an air of like tension, mm-hmm. and and I felt sure. maybe that's why I keep leaning on saying thriller because it just has that like oh shit like the but whole it's movie just so... how are they gonna get. Out? It's just a well-paced, even like in the parts where it's just where they're just simply going through the bureaucracy yeah. of trying to figure out a plan and trying to to get that plan into motion, and then there's something wrong with the plan and everything. Yeah. Um, th- those parts weren't boring or dry. No, yeah, even though it hits on that kind of like you know, kind of the the uh, the way that this movie's kind of going to go about, yeah. it, but it doesn't you know it doesn't feel negative because of it. I felt the. Uh, uh, I don't even know if you'd call it a subplot, but the whole thing with the maid. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It was nice, and and it was kind of like, oh, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this, 
Like, this may have happened, but who cares? Like, yeah. this is just a minor thing that doesn't Yeah, it's kind of been there for suspense or whatever yeah. to make it yeah, a little exactly. more dramatic. It was just, like, one more ticking clock that yeah. they wanted to put up on the screen. But it was fine. I mean, like, yeah. it, it didn't detract from the movie at all. So, yeah, um, definitely see Argo. Yeah. I, I say. Me I too. liked it a lot. Um, I I can only assume that Here Comes the Boom was equally as great. The best thriller oh. of the year. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the best uh, court, uh, the best like yeah, school thriller. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's in the genre of school thriller. School thriller. Will he save the school? We have. It's right when up there. When he with takes the, his shirt off, will he be right, a fat guy? Yeah, right up there with the principal and the substitute. All right, so here comes Which one the boom. Tom Berenger? Has Kevin James and Fonzie and yeah. uh, oh right. Some bald, muscular guy oh. in it. Uh, I think he may be probably with some kind of... I didn't look him up. I was like, I should look up. Oh, I have to assume. I, I know yeah, which yeah, guy he's, he's not an actor. <laughs> he's the guy who's their friend who's an MMA fighter, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, okay, so the movie starts, and it's like you're uh, like you're at home, and you're watching Mr. Holland's Opus. Yeah. But then somebody keeps changing the channel to Warrior <laughs> every couple of minutes, and you're going back and forth between the two movies mm-hmm. That's and, weird. and King of Queens. Yeah, <laughs> and also it's like, garbage comedy. Um, it's so and some and it was written by someone who has seen one of the Rockies or had one of the Rockies described to them <laughs> <laughs> by a friend, <laughs> by a seen friend who has read the, the the book adaptation. Um, uh, this movie is just uh, it's just it has nothing in it. Yeah, and there's so many half ideas like. Or, no, it's not even half ideas. It's that everyone is very easily uh, convinced of things in this movie. <laughs> like, Kevin James starts off where he's like, a, he used to be Teacher of the Year, but that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, no. And now Feels he like eight, though, right? Now he, hey. So now he <laughs> sleeps in, and he's always late for class, and he doesn't care. He even says to a kid, what you learn here doesn't matter. Ooh. But then that very day, he's disillusioned. He, who, uh, they find out there's budget cuts, and uh, Fonzie's going to lose his job. And the, it's already established they don't really know each other at all. All right. He was just trying to pawn off uh, bus bus driver dude or crosswalk duty on him. <laughs> like, they aren't friends. Yeah. But he decides, uh, like, no, I'm going to save the school for his job to save his job. He, like, out of nowhere, he decides to do this. <laughs> all right. And it's completely out of character at this point. Yeah, and that happens just a lazy throughout this thing. Now. And then it's to, it's to make extra money, he takes on a second job working at night so he can save this guy who he doesn't know his job. Again, with no, <laughs> Again, no, with no motivation of any kind other than he's just going to do this because he's a guy in a movie. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's teaching citizenship courses in night school. And there's a, this uh, guy from Holland, I think he's supposed to be, or he is, uh, who is a built guy who used to be an MMA fighter. And he's trying to get extra tutoring. So he can pass his test, but then he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I made money losing a fight. Why don't you train me? And the guy's like, I can't train you. You're in your 40s. You're not a fighter. But he's like, come on. He's like, I'm going to train you, even though you're a biology teacher in your 40s. And this like this happens at he multiple goes, stages. I, I can't train you. Come on. Okay, I'll train you. <laughs> yeah, like everyone is very easily manipulated <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Um, God, it's... Uh, it's not unpleasant. It's like a lot of nice people in it. Yeah. I don't hate Kevin James like Casey does. 
Oh, I don't hate him. Like, I, uh, he's some of his stuff that he used to do in his stand-up. I thought it was actually pretty funny. And... He, well, that's why I don't hate him. Is that he's mm. had some good jokes in his stand-up. I just hate everything he's committed to. Film. I feel like yeah, he, he's that, one well, of the... Sorry. Well, well, there is that thing. Like, I don't like that he's sort of been shoehorned in. Is like, well, Farley's dead, but you're a fat guy. Yeah, yeah. And he gets to Maybe be. Maybe that's like, another thing. That it, I, I don't like that, that at I'm all. Insulted by. Yeah, yeah. yeah cause I, he's no fucking Kevin. Or, uh, oh Chris my god, Farley. no. Uh, he's I, not even Kevin Farley. No. I, think, <laughs> I think he's just one of those guys that like coasts on his charisma. Like, there's yeah, definitely yeah. there's obviously some kind of likability involved with him because his because he's so popular. Oh like, yeah, and with his TV show and stuff, I feel like there's. Like um like what's that movie with Will Smith Hitch, Hitch. like yeah. that is a garbage movie yeah. yeah but I remember seeing it and being like he's whatever like I can see why he's getting these leading man roles because right. he's like a likable yeah, yeah, guy yeah. that people can relate to yeah or whatever but, like but he's with not this movie I think that likability thing and they're trying to do something I guarantee you one of the next or or the next few movies he does he's gonna start playing a heavy yeah where he's kind of funny but he's gonna kick your ass too yeah, yeah. Oh, he might sure. maybe a yeah, cop you know or something what's like funny? that it's like it's they did this with with Belushi too, yeah. not the good Belushi. No, no. <laughs> there was this period where Jim Belushi was like, kind of played like a heavy yeah. with the principal, mm-hmm. um, where he's oh, I got a baseball got, bat, yeah. rides a motorcycle and shit like that. Right. Then a red heat and shit like that, where like yeah. he's this tough guy. I'm like, canine. That was him, right? Canine. He's all like, like that's funny, you. yeah, but also I'm a cop who beat you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't believe this at all. I can, I, yeah. <laughs> I can, I, I think that's absolutely uh, perfect. I think you're spot on. Yeah, well, I will I not think, be surprised when he comes into like action movies or something, or yeah. like a lighter action movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something where he's like just a desk jockey, but but yeah. now he's got to go kick some ass. And what? This guy's a badass. Yeah. Now, that being said, I will watch those movies because I think they'd be kind of fun, and I don't know why they don't make them more. And he clearly got in shape for this movie. I mean, he's still is is right? a big dude, but, I mean, he's uh, he's a... He's of that build. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. He's he going to be a big guy. He's pulling off these high kicks and stuff like that. And his he's got gigantic arms. But he's not like a big, fat gut rolling mm-hmm. around. He's just a big, thick guy. Oh, good. Good for so, him. So, I think he... I don't know. Uh, it's I, I can't recommend this movie yeah. to anyone. It's like if... if Okay, if you were at home on a Sunday afternoon and people still watch TV like normal people watch TV, yeah. used to watch and TV, like a movie comes on, yeah, and it came on in the afternoon, you could sit through this very easily. I feel like right. that's that's like a, a thing that I think we encounter a lot with like when I had to go see Won't Back Down or whatever, where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I can't like like spew hatred at this film because like. It, I didn't want to kill myself when I was watching it, but it was like a garbage movie. Like right. you know, it's like you, it, it lands so firmly in the center or whatever that you can't really go like yeah yeah. Way. It's, and there it's, was definitely moments where I chuckled. Like there's some stuff that gets like cause it's a really disjointed movie and weirdly written. There's mm-hmm. a lot of strange dialogue in this movie, but occasionally it becomes some other movie that's yeah. like kind of like strange subtle humor that is not by any of the leads. Then uh, I don't know. I laughed a couple of times. <laughs> You heard it here first. I, uh, There's at least three laughs in this yeah. film. Is there anybody else of note in it? Like anybody good? I mean, I know that Salma Hayek drags her titties uh, out for this thing. And... Yeah, no. Um, I didn't realize that Henry Winkler was in it. So when his name came up in the credits, I was like, sweet. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love Henry Winkler. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't love Fonzie? Uh, but weirdly, um, man, I'm gonna, I hate doing this, but I got to look a name up. Because an actor was in it and I was like what is he doing there and not doing anything near the end um, Lenny Clark oh okay oh, Lenny Clark Lenny Clark is like in Lenny this Clark movie for some reason Do, and he does nothing he's sitting next to Salma Hayek during the big fight at the end and he goes yeah 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> so there were subplots here. That were, yeah, there that must have been something that happened uh, with that, but like, because I was like, oh, and then it, what? Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that what we look for in our art is to make us go, oh, oh what? what? <laughs> oh. Oh. The best Superman art. Ford did that yeah. to me a lot. Oh, yeah. what? what? It asks a question and that answers it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's roll for next week. Oh no! Wait. Do we need to talk about anything first? Let's talk about the goddamn. Oh, we, album. Okay. Yeah. You guys have to talk about um, Kiss's album Monster. Yeah. I give it to you guys because I lost the week prior and had uh-huh. to see the aforementioned uh, won't back down. All right. Yeah. So how was the new album by two of the original members of Kiss and then, <laughs> and then two other guys in the same makeup? It's uh, like it's bad in a way that I didn't expect it to. Be be bad or or maybe i did yeah i don't know it it confused the hell out of me this album because it sounds like they're (laughs) sneezing on (laughs) in the studio just straight up sneezing every track it's it sounds like um come on like they're trying yeah but they don't have any ideas but they're but what's committed to tape is not doesn't sound like they're trying i don't like yeah it's really confusing now i <laughs> don't so i don't hate kiss mm-hmm. kiss has a number of songs well, that i totally enjoy kiss. well no because everyone can sing along to like 10 kiss songs and yeah, every, yeah everybody <laughs> likes five of those songs. yeah yeah i remember i went to see uh henry rollins do spoken word and he was talking about kiss and he's like i fucking hate kiss and i got dragged to this concert and then halfway through the show I was like whose fist is that close to my head oh it's mine pumping in the air and why am i singing along to this but they kind of win you over with their craziness. Yeah. Um, but and so the album starts with that uh, hell or hallelujah, and it's got it's just this fucking big power rock riff, and Paul Stanley starts singing, and he sounds exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And he's a yeah. great rock well, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like his voice sounded a little weathered. Like, oh yeah. Well, or, the or opening maybe track the anyway. Ideas. Like when he breaks in, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just the ideas, because there's no ideas on that song. It's just no, no. generic for riff and generic like melody. For 45 seconds, I was like, I'm into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can totally do this. I felt like, that with the second like song. Like the, 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 when the Van Halen album came out, I yeah, was like, yeah. this You're is like, exactly okay. what they left off doing when they had David Lee Roth. This is totally insane, but mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that it is what it is. Yeah. Right. But that song is over four minutes long, and oh. it fucking wears out its welcome after like two minutes. I'm like, ugh. God damn it. But then they come in and it's like, now it's a Gene Simmons track. It's a little bit shorter and different. Which I like the guitar riff for that sure. song. It's just, the unfortunately, Gene to Gene write their songs for them this time around uh, yeah. uh, had a, okay, some okay power rock riffs. <laughs> yeah. But when it gets to that song, now there's, it, lyrically it starts to get into a weird area. There's that song Freak. Yeah. Where the whole like it's about being a freak, man. Yeah. But like really like with like kind of like a follow your dreams sort of rock oh, song. Oh my god. You know? Fucking, and it's like, uh, he's a freak. Be- now, there's <laughs> someone totally out of touch. He's a freak because he's got streaks in his hair. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and that's the cross he has to, to bear. bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, God. And oh, I was no. like, what? Come on. That's like saying everyone who's on the, you know, a cast member well, maybe it's is because, a freak. Well, maybe it's because he's a freak because streaks, like, <laughs> I don't even know. I can't. Know. <laughs> I was going to try to say that, like, streaks were, were, like, in a long time ago, and then now, and they went oh, out, because... and then now they're bad. I don't know. I, uh, I had some yeah. kind of line of thought there. But... I mean, I, you know, in the 90s, people dyed their hair, and yeah. it was a little bit weird. Not he's, that he's weird by then, but still like, a Why bit. do you still have streaked hair? But those people were <laughs> freak. called freaks. Now they're now they're bank just, tellers. I was and, in and, a grocery store a week ago, not even a week ago, and I saw an eight-year-old girl with 
looked her hair dyed purple. Yeah. I was like, yep. Yeah. And you yelled, free! You yelled free! right in her face. You yelled, get the new I kids out of you bear, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kicked her mom. <laughs> and then he went to jail. Cena sucks. <laughs> yeah, Cena sucks. <laughs> Good throwback. Um, and then, the, okay, then it's like it's like a bunch of songs in a row that left me weir- feeling weirded out like that. Back to the Stone Back Age. Back to the Stone Age. I don't get, I don't get what was going on there. I don't know what's there. happening there. I don't know who that song's for. Who was listening to that one going like, ah, yeah! <laughs> lot, my jam! A lot more people than you'd think. Listen, Fucking that is my jam, okay? Man. The Devil Is Me. That's yep. another uh, uh, Long Way Down was one. Lo- uh, long Way Down? Is that the one I'm thinking? No, no, no. Okay. Long Way Down is really bad. Eat Your Heart Out, which starts with that, like, like an acapella run of the chorus because they're like, this is the jam. Yeah, this is going to be it. This is the one. Uh, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> do, they, do they sound like Alec Guinness when they were talking? <laughs> Genuine class. This is the one. <laughs> the weird thing is I just sounded like Paul McCartney. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't really do voices. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Here's the, the, the It starts out with a very spirited uh, acapella run of... Eat your heart out, baby. Hmm. Oh, won't you get me something sweet? Eat your heart out, baby. Yeah, a hot mess is just what I need. <laughs> but the song that really got me, that I was really, the point where I was like, okay, I need to put this album down. Yeah. Uh, take Me Down Below. Oh. That's the song where Gene Simmons' cock is a submarine and oh he wants to God. take you down below. Oh, down periscope? Yep. <laughs> That's the one you didn't like? Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem here? Oh, my God. Um, I, I just think it's improperly named. Uh, they should have stuck with the original Cockboat. <laughs> but, but All aboard! All aboard the Cockboat! I preferred Cock U571. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cockboot. And there's a lot of songs that are just about rock and roll, because they do that. But like the all for the love of the rock and roll, that now that song like a lot of these songs sound like um, if you know uh, there was a Richard Grieco movie in 1990 about him being a rock star who was chased by the mob. Yeah, sure. These are the songs he would play in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like those like like really generic rock and roll. Like this mm-hmm. is what rock and roll sounds yeah, like. Totally. like um, and all the songs are about rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like, you know? it's like and when people you... in the audience are like, whoa! <laughs> I love, I love, uh, that's one of my favorite things about Kiss is that so many of their songs are about how if you want to be rock and roll, you got to work real hard and you got to sweat and you got to work hard and then do some sweating again. Like, that's my favorite thing like about this... people at concerts is they always go, whoa! <laughs> Turn it up! Uh, we gotta get off this album. It's, uh, we're almost at an hour. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, uh, yeah. but, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm this album crazy. I, I, I didn't even listen to it. Yeah. Oh, it's really? Just, it's, T- give it a run through. I'll listen to the Cockboat. Okay. Yeah. Cockboat. <laughs> get, cock get on board the Cockboat. Okay. But other Any than song that. that has rock and roll in the title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just it, it was taxing. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're gonna roll for next week. <laughs> Um, this week we are rolling to see uh, the loser will be Alex Cross, so I might yeah. actually have to go see your a, first. But it's not really but a, it's Tyler not a Tyler Perry movie. No, but so this doesn't movie. fucking count as no, you seeing but, a Tyler Perry. No, no, movie. no, it okay. does not. But I've never seen a movie with him in it. Fair enough. 
So it's the first time I don't I think I there's been another movie with him yeah, in other than his own. I don't think so. Okay, but this is the first time I will be seeing anything that he has been involved in. Right. Um, and uh, the good movie we're going to roll for is Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Uh, it came out last week, and none of us have seen it yet. Yeah. And I've been dying to see it. Me and I've too. been meaning to go see it, so I'm mm-hmm. going to see it eventually anyway. So you might as well roll for it. Roll your shit. I'm going to roll. Do Here it. we go. Two. Three. Three. Uh oh. Look at you. Look Uh-oh. who's wearing the big boy pants. I know. I got a five. five. Shit. Shit. Sorry. Where'd I got go? a little overzealous with that. He my uh, threw it. Here we go. Greg's rolling. The deciding roll. One. Oh, yes. Dude. I'm not going to see. Oh, yeah. You're on a bad streak again. I am on a bad streak. Oh, fucking right. I'm so happy. Oh. Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited right. about that one. You guys one. want your Punishment album? Yes. It's, oh, yes. It's CNC Music Factory. Going to make you sweat. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> fucking the that's whole hilarious. album. <laughs> oh. Things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> There's the, the I'm freedom, the, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, this is gonna this is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, I I'm not I'm funny. not like mad about that. I, I give this one a listen. There's myself. a lot of albums out right now by bands by like. Yeah, I want to get away from the new stuff because it's, yeah. it's, it's because that new Len album's coming someone's way at some point. Who? Len. Len made it. Steal my sunshine. Really? Brand oh, new album fuck. just Are came out me? yesterday, oh, Tuesday. Lord. Who did? Um, the their, Len's brand new album yeah, yeah. Uh, came out uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Why, why wouldn't and, anyone uh, let them do that? And uh, it sounds hilarious. I and know. <laughs> it's <laughs> I thought that girl was cute though. The um, their new still their new song sounds exactly like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, they didn't. Oh, really? They didn't skip a beat. Good. No, and mm. it's about uh, it's about my neighborhood and the, sh- the video shot in Toronto all about <laughs> my neighborhood. If there's one thing that Len is about, it's integrity and not <laughs> changing their sound <laughs> at all. <coughs> all right, well, let's get into Hero Swap. Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. This is a very special episode of Heroes yeah, Top Cage. Yeah, I'm very excited about Anyone this Anyone who was listening last week, normally I let you know what the next one's going to be so oh, you God. can watch movies this to get all This episode's going to go long. Yeah. But <laughs> it's gonna I didn't to. because this is a special episode. Have we, we let people know that? I think we might have mentioned it off the top. Like when we first started, we were doing this thing, but people might, might not remember. But right. because we're idiots. Yeah. We, I am definitely an idiot. Yes, uh, entered ourselves into the into the mix here. <laughs> yeah, just and this to, is the first because. one that comes up. And now the thought being, because it was that all these first round matches were uh, drawn at random, and so we were. I was. I thought if I get if I'm in Thunderdome with a chainsaw and I have to kill Fletch. I'm going to kill Fletch. Yeah, yeah. You, you think you can do it? <laughs> I feel like I've got a shot. Yeah. yeah. However, this week our matchup. Is Dan Gorman? Hell yeah. yeah! I made it to the second round. And, <laughs> and who we drew for Dan Gorman to go up against in round one is Conan the Barbarian. Okay, yeah, as portrayed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm gonna get right into it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, in so- grade five. Uh-huh. Uh One of my friends, Manny, stole my pogs, so I hit him over the head with a buzzsaw slammer, made him bleed from his forehead. All right. What I'm is a buzzsaw slammer? It is a. Uh, it is what you use to flip pogs, and it has. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Dan calls <laughs> his pogs. Like- <laughs> See, when you texted that to me, I thought you hit him with a power tool. No, like, no, no, no. Gorman's I, hardcore. No, I, I went to the shop. I went to shop class. <laughs> I got a saw. I was like, listen, wait for me. 
no, it's about it's about yay size. About the biggest like uh, it's like I don't know, a couple quarters put in a circle, and okay. it has, uh, looks like a buzz saw. And all I right. hit him over the head with it, cut his cut his forehead open. So what so you're saying? I'm gonna do that. All right. So hold on, hold on, hold on, weapon, It's that. It's first of all, first of all, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We we haven't established where they're gonna be or anything. Where's the dice? Um, but what we do know so far is that in a pog fight, you're you're gonna fuck shit right on up. So I hope that this is in the middle of a pog game. Four, which is what is four? Four is jungle. Four is jungle. Dan Gorman in the jungle with Conan. With Conan. <laughs> now um, that does mean signature weapons. Yeah, saw slammers. Buzz slammer. I'm gonna have a Dan bunch Gorman. of them. Okay, so he's gonna have a giant. I don't know if you sword. knew this about me. He's got the big sword. I don't know if you knew this about me, but I have deadly throwing accuracy. <laughs> I've yeah, never chosen to use you. it in front of either of you because I appreciate I, that. I don't want to hurt you. That is that's nice to know. That's but kind. but um also. I'm not. I'm not. I, you, you guys probably know. I'm. I'm very um, well mannered. I don't. I don't have fight. I don't fight a lot. So right. the way I figure it is, I've spent so much of my life not getting in fights that when I get in a fight, it's going to blow up. You just built up that rage. Me. All of this built up rage right. is going to come out, and I'm just going to fucking um, story of Ricky him okay. and just fucking rip out his intestines and choke him with it. Well, your oh, opponent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, your opponent is Conan the Barbarian. Uh huh. What it was? He was a giant ass sword. Uh huh. Uh, his parents can, were killed, and uh, he was uh, born into slavery, basically. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, uh, cat-like reflexes, so I can dodge uh, his right. sword. And uh, as he came of age, he became a pit fighter where uh-huh. he fought hundreds of people, presumably. Well, I went to uh, St. George uh, Public School, so. okay. which was a pretty rough, a pretty rough area of Peterborough. Mm. It and was gambling where, uh, going on in the uh, uh, in, in on the playground. I actually said the wrong school, so I don't even have a good memory. I'm yeah. fucked. <laughs> know your own school. I don't even know my own uh, public school. While Conan was a... Uh, a gladiator pit fighter. He learned what was best in life. I was playing Nintendo. Shanimies, symptom before you, and had a lamentation of the women. Yeah, do you? Did you know live, those things? I live by a similar what is code. Best, <laughs> what, what is, is true. best in you life? You do love <laughs> lamentation of women. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Um, so I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. So you're <laughs> oh, in the no, jungle. No, what is your like? We can. This is why this will be fun. Is because we can get your first person reaction. Yeah. You're in the jungle. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Neither one of you are jungle people, uh-huh, as far no. as I know. I don't know your background with jungles, but I'm going to assume. I'm in the jungle. It's not good. Yeah. Um, uh, Conan, also not a jungle I man. pretty much grew up in the jungle, but... Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> all right. All right. So that makes it interesting. So you know where to hide. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Under leaves. I, I want to so go, got... go back to the weapons here for a second. Okay. Because, again, he has... Uh, Conan, Conan has a giant-ass sword. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, I kind of figured because we're we're in this and, and we need some sort of advantage because we're just... You know, three idiots. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe we could choose our own. Uh, like, maybe we could choose, choose like a weapon. A, a weapon. I'll so, let him uh, roll for the Thunderdome weapons. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, like I think that we need a bit more of an edge. Than okay. We're have because Conan yeah. is going to destroy. Here's the roll. Keep your little. Do you know what the weapons are? Machine. What? Do you know what the weapons are? I'm going to roll. Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling for a weapon. I got you two. Got, uh, zero whistle. is nothing. One is the whistle. Yeah. Oh. Two is the baseball bat with spikes. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, I was most improved player in baseball when I was younger. (laughs) uh, Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. (laughs) Most improved. Most improved. Not the best, not MVP. Uh, No, because I was the best at improving. At first, you at first you sucked really bad, and then I was amazing. And then you sucked slightly less. And then comparably, I was amazing. uh, Well, friend of the show, Mark Riley, he got a trophy. (laughs) I was just going to bring that up. Playing baseball when he was a a child, but it was for uh, he got the MVB. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's what it says on it. Yeah. Really? Which is most valuable boy. Most valuable boy. <laughs> Didn't both him and Scotty he get was it? A, they both got it. They were, they were pretty valuable they boy. They were two valuable they boys. They had that award every year. And every other year in it was, existence, it was MVP. It was an MVP. Uh-huh. But the one year they got it, it, it was, was the most, most valuable, valuable boy. boy. Uh, hi, Mark. You're a pretty valuable boy, Mark. Um, it's like the it's like the the trophy printers like fucked it up, and they're like, ah, oh, we'll just keep it. I don't know. Most valuable boy. Yeah. Okay. So best okay. best case scenario is I'm gonna find a way to get a, the jump on Conan, and some, I'm gonna hide, and then when he's not no. looking, I'm gonna run at him with a baseball bat, and then he's going to slice me in half with yeah. his yeah. with his sword, and I'm dead. Now, do I you think, think he chops you in the head or body first. I think well, he, no, see, I think he chops what, me that straight was down. Really what I want. It's <laughs> not will he kill you? How it's how he is he going to kill you? And slice them out. I bet he'll feel bad though. I bet. I bet in killing you, he would maybe feel he'll bad. take me under his wing and I, I will. Know. He didn't uh, seem to feel out. bad about punching that llama. Wouldn't you feel bad if you had to kill Dan Gorman though? Come on, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, he slices me. Thing, so no, he slices uh, me straight down. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like in the library, like Dewey yeah, yeah. System yeah. style. <laughs> uh, and I'm dead. Oh uh, well, that's too bad. Yeah. So oh, tune in next man. week. I'm hoping uh, it's one of you guys. Uh, uh, Dan Gorman no, won't be no, here. Next He's been week, killed. Uh, we've got a good one next week. <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna <clears throat> slice me in half after this. <laughs> We're gonna oh, have Let me just look up what we got next week here. You shouldn't have signed that contract. I, I don't know, know why. I didn't. I thought. I thought it was never gonna come up. <laughs> no. I thought this is so far in the future, it'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we here? Mm-mm-mm. I hope you guys get. I like the logic of that. <laughs> I hope when you guys fight people that you get like ridiculously stacked people too. Oh shit! Ne- next week's awesome. Uh, it's Casey versus Greg. No, not yet. Oh, I will murder you. <laughs> that could have happened. I know too. it would have been yeah, amazing. Yeah, that no, would have been yeah, great. Yeah, that would that would have been just fine. I said to Greg. I said to Greg. Uh, uh, <laughs> if it, if it ever did come down to it, and the three of us somehow miraculously got to the very end, it was a. We would just physically the fight. three of physically, us would just have to have physically a, fight, have, have yeah. a brawl mm-hmm. on a podcast. That's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My glasses. That was you. I'm assuming. <laughs> that would have been. Um, okay, so next week, if you want to keep up with us and watch a movie, these. watch a couple of movies, and uh, so you can weigh in. This is a oh man. This kind of brings me back to we had one way back when that was a nice old good old fashioned racist fist fight. Well, this time we've got Shaft versus uh, Sean Connery's Bond. Ooh. Oh man! Oh man! I hope Shaft fucking. Uh, <laughs> I hope Shaft prevails. <coughs> so watch whatever Shaft movie you want. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Shaft goes to Africa is a pretty awesome one. He has some weird tricks in that movie. Yeah. And uh, if any, uh, you know uh, Connery Bond, he's generally regarded as the best Bond. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his movies, though. They're really slow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to watch one I haven't seen. I haven't seen all of them. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll watch the 1983 one, the one where he came back. Oh, yeah. The Never Say Never yeah, Again. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think I'll watch that one. Um, okay. So uh, we're running a bit long this week, but yeah. we're going to recast a movie. If anyone, has suggestions, if anyone has a suggestion on what Connery Bond movie we should watch to have as the best reference point. Yeah, yeah throw Facebook it up on Facebook or Twitter. Twitter. Uh, t- either on Facebook or tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. we'll and get we'll, the... Uh, we'll mention it on the show. The tweets in a bit. The the URLs. But uh, for now, we're going to recast a movie. Uh, we are recasting Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing it stupid style. Mm-hmm. Casey's doing it Hollywood style. Mm-hmm. And Greg is doing uh, a Ho- hopefully, hopefully good, good yeah. recast of Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And then we'll leave you 
No, on your own, yeah. listeners. So I go last. <laughs> Why did you get weirdly maudlin? <laughs> we'll leave you on your own. <laughs> Until next time, America. Because <laughs> only Americans listen to it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm going to go last. Who yeah. goes first? I don't know. I'm Hollywood, and that's boring, so I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Knock it out. Well, my, my Hollywood is... Uh, uh, I, I figure if Hollywood's going to remake Reservoir Dogs, they're going to try to make it as good as possible. Anyway, so you think there might be a little bit of, uh, or it's going to be a prestige picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as Mr. White, uh, you know, you need somebody older, a little bit gruff. I got Gary Oldman mm-hmm. as Mr. White. That's pretty good. That is uh, good. They're going, uh, you know, they're going to they're going to skew a little bit younger, but not entirely younger. They're going to try to have like heavy actors. Uh, and these are also uh, for for orange. I've got uh, Paul Dano. Oh, okay, yeah, that's oh, yeah. totally something that would happen. Cool. Yeah, uh, which I think would be kind of cool. I, I like yeah. that kid. He's uh, really good. Pink, you know, Pink's got that frenetic energy. If only because he was played by Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna pronounce every time I say his name. I pronounce say it, it different. Uh, Bisquame. <laughs> uh, Bisquick. So, so you got somebody, somebody who's got that sort of frenetic energy. So I got Casey Affleck in there. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, for blonde, you know, who's just like a total psycho. I figure Hollywood's just gonna reach into the psycho bag, and whoever's hot right now, so that's gonna be Tom Hardy. Yes. Um, for the life of me, I could not, and, and I haven't done it. I can't recast Nice Guy Eddie. Mm-hmm. There's nobody who can do it but Chris Penn, and mm-hmm. he's dead. So stop pointing that gun at my dad. <laughs> so fucking great. Oh, he's amazing. Um, and uh, uh, maybe it's because we watched Superman Four. I don't know, but I I wanted uh, I wanted Gene Hackman as uh, as Joe. Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Wow, very similar. I at the last minute changed my Joe. Away from from Gene, Gene Hackman? Hackman? That's weird. Oh, nice. My Mr. White is Gary Oldman. Oh, weird. My Mr. Blonde is Tom Hardy. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Nice. Not at all. That's fucked so, up. Yeah. Uh, my Mr. Pank is Aaron Paul. Oh, man. Oh. That's a great fucking cast. Uh, my Mr. Orange is Michael Fassbender. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Joe, I've got Ed Harris. Oh, nice. Um, I was trying, somebody's just got to be, I don't know. I, I mean, almost, no one's going to be Lawrence Tierney. You know? No. He looks like the thing. You know? I almost put Michael Chiklis in there because oh, motherfucker cool. yeah, looks exactly the like yeah. the thing. You're not Mr. Poiple. Some <laughs> other guy and some other job is Mr. Poiple. And I did cast Nice Guy Eddie, and I've got Sam Rockwell in there. Okay. Yeah, I actually thought I, I bounced Sam Rockwell uh, around for a couple of yeah. – uh, this was and he did not like it. Though. No, no. He was like, what are you doing? Who are you? It. Get out of my living room. <laughs> This was the hardest one, though, I yeah. think. Yeah. There's just so many people, too. Yeah. You kind of want to do the side people. You kind of want to do the cop. It gets his ear cut off. Yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, because there's much, so many memorable. Uh, yeah. So, okay, I did Stupid. And uh, what I what I actually did was I, I was um, – I did something that, that uh, Quentin Tarantino had actually – he's spoken about originally. This is, this is how he had envisioned the movie um, to have been cast when he was writing it. And uh, if you listen to interviews with him uh, over the years, you'll you'll be able to piece together. Um, if you if you're really diligent in how you listen to him, you can piece together. This was the original idea, and so um, I recast, um, and and everybody in it is Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh. That's, <laughs> yeah that that's that that is basically how he would have liked to have made every single one of his movies because nobody is a bigger fan of his acting than him. Oh yeah. 
Nobody is a fan of his acting yeah. other than It's him. a little-known fact that that's how he originally envisioned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, I, no. I, I believe that to be true. <laughs> All right. There you go. Every, every single person is him. Yep. Uh, Thought of that while you were peeing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, next week, the recast, uh, Gorman is back to good. Yeah. No, Gorman's Hollywood. Casey's good, and I'm stupid. All right. And I drew it before I left uh, today. We're doing Star Wars, kids. Oh, shit. Oh, man. A new hope. I'm All doing right. a big. I'm doing. I'm doing like a big cast list for this. Oh one. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we talked about this. I'm just gonna throw it on. Oh, yeah, no yeah. one fucked up today, which is nice. But because there's been so many misses of uh, people not doing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a very good sentence. We're, we're both. We're both looking at Casey uh, at this point. Uh, yeah. Why don't you all suck my balls? Because uh, I've so never. There's gonna like be a punishment system that goes with missing anything now. You don't see a movie, or you don't review an album, you don't recast a movie, and it's three strikes. And if you get three strikes, and you've got to draw something horrible out of a bowl, yeah, a bowl to be a piece of paper with something horrible written on it. Not like (laughs) you have have to pull something horrible out of a bowl. It could be a part of a hooker in there or something. (laughs) I I envision it's like the it's the Halloween thing. These are brains. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pull. No, no. I want to change it where you have to pull something horrible out of a bowl. And it could be it could be brains or it could be a copy of True Beverly Hills. Yeah. You, you never know. <laughs> could be a Rilo uh, Kylie album. So, yeah. So look forward to that. Oh, but Jenny Lewis is so cute. The strikes are accumulative. And yeah. You're just eventually going to fuck up. And the yeah. only thing that gets you out of it, the only uh, legitimate excuse is. Family emergency. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can come up with a many things that I could claim as a family emergency. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at SYNWPC, or you can follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash SYNWPC, and uh, hit us up. Um, I, I want to do more. Um, if, uh, if you have any thoughts about, like, already seven throwback movies, I'm going to try and announce them earlier, and we'll get people to tweet in or Facebook in their uh, – like if you have a joke or an opinion on a movie, send them in. I think it'd be, we could read them out. Yeah, do we want to start letting people lines. know what the eighty-seven yeah. movie is? Yeah, I'm thinking oh, like an, so yeah, can watch it too. Yeah, I definitely. think that's a good idea. Okay. Um, so there's that, and uh, otherwise, I got nothing else. What about you guys? No, yeah, I'm sick of this. we haven't picked the eighty-seven movie for next. No, week yet, so. I'm thinking maybe we could do like a poll system. Like we'll pick two and then put it on Facebook and be like, vote. All right. You know, yeah. I mean, that might get people interested in our show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway you're a master of self promotion (laughs) yeah see you next Wednesday you fuckers bye 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 bye. see you next Wednesday Uh, bye internet (laughs) when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.